If you're a busy academic physician, you probably are hard-pressed for time. So have you ever wondered how some people seem to get more done in the same amount of time than others? In this lesson, we're going to talk about how to save time and get into action and get more done with the same 24-7 that we all have. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, a PC monk doc and physician coach. And I'm excited to talk to you today about how to save time and get more done. And that is such a prevalent issue in academic medicine that we all have a ton of things on our plate and we have to carve out time somewhere to get all the things done that we should be doing, want to be doing, and that we need to be doing in order to have a successful academic career as well as a fulfilled personal life. So before I dive into this episode, though, I want to share a little bit of a story, how I discovered a way to really become more productive. And that goes all the way back to the early days when I got into leadership training and coaching. Many years ago, I was really overwhelmed and I was struggling a lot in my academic career. At the same time, I was trying to figure out a way to dig myself out of the soul of academia, out of the stress, become more productive, and just find ways to do that. And yet, on the other hand, not sacrificing my personal life. At the time, I had two little kids, and I really wanted to make sure that I spent time with them, but that I do better at my job and become more productive. I just felt constantly overwhelmed. Around the same time, I was also focused on my health more and more. I had my second baby, so I definitely gained a lot of chubby weight and I was not proud of it. So I was like, I need to get back into shape and exercise. And I also thought the help of a nutrition coach to help me really with my eating habits, even though I was eating pretty well, I thought, but I definitely have a big sweet tooth. And one of the lessons learned when I was with this nutrition coach, she was taking sort of a history and she was figuring out what I was doing. And it became very obvious. I do like my sweet stuff. And that's where I'm tempted. You know, the afternoon coffee was something sweet or a late night dessert because, hey, we're tired. We deserve it. We worked hard. And uh, not to mention the Starbucks. That's a whole different story. But she was suggesting that I include some more greens and add some more healthy things into my diet. And instead of suggesting to just cut out and abstain from 
the chocolate and the dessert and the iced coffee mocha at Starbucks, she had actually really good suggestions. She's like, why don't you try some of those green smoothies and juices at the juice bar down from our boxing gym? So I was like, oh, that's cool. I really didn't care for those green smoothies at first, but they really grew on me. And something very interesting happened. The more I took in healthy, good nutrients, the more I felt satisfied and had less interest for all the sugar and the chocolate and the sugary drinks and all that kind of stuff. So by default, I was actually outcrowding the bad habits, meaning the sugar and the chocolate and stuff, and was replacing it with good habits. And that outcrowding method is really what stuck with me, not only when I want to pay attention to my diet, but also when I thought, think about habits that I want to change in my professional or personal life. So what am I trying to say here? I actually was able to apply this. And I was like, well, this is really cool. I'm doing this over here to help me with my health. And I quickly realized that I needed to work on other habits related to my academic productivity. I needed to write more. I needed to get job applications done. I really needed to get focused. And I needed to get off Netflix at night. (laughs) That's the honest truth. So what did I do? During that time, I became very involved because I was really desperate. And you can listen to my story in the earlier episodes, but I was really desperate and I became very involved in learning about personal development, uh, became part of the John Maxwell leadership team and got trained there as a coach and as a leadership trainer. And I use those tools still today and train other people in it. And I love it. And one of the key lessons I learned very on is really thinking what we are doing on a daily basis. So I needed to decrease my TV watching time and maybe my scrolling on my email account. There wasn't that much social media at the time for me, but that was really helpful. But instead of saying, okay, I cannot touch the Netflix or I'm not checking my email, I was focused on other things. Okay, let me focus on getting some of the good things in, just like the green smoothie. Now I was looking for good things to do. I'm working on my personal growth. So I'm reading books or taking personal development or leadership courses online. Or I was reading and writing for my professional and career development. You know what? Suddenly I did not have time anymore for all the garbage, for the Netflix, for the distractions, for the chatter, for the side conversations. And honestly, especially with Netflix, that was pretty pronounced because I was watching definitely a couple hours each night that I had no more interest and appetite. Just like when I started Green Juices, I had no more interest or appetite for sugary things that suddenly tasted disgusting. The same was true for all the stuff, the shows that I used to watch. It was disgusting. It was distasteful. I was like, that's so boring. Why would I want to waste my time and my brain power with that when I can learn about leadership over here and cool stories over there, how to change my life? So it was really by a default of this method of outcrowding that I changed my behavior. So this is a key difference. I wasn't focused on cutting something out and restraining myself, that can be sometimes really hard. 
I was focused on adding good things in. And by default, I eventually had no more time and then no more interest for the things that weren't serving me in the first place. So I still teach this method today. And when I coach people, when I train people on productivity and time management, I talk about this a lot. So I thought I'd share it here on the podcast. So that's my backstory. And hopefully I got some good nuggets from it already. But I wanted to give you some tips. How can you save time and get into action and get more things done? So here are a few pointers. Number one, track your time. You actually really want to understand where your time goes. And you can do that very easily with a time tracking sheet. If you need one, I will put a link in the show notes for you to request a time tracking sheet where you can track your daily activities and actually understand where your time goes every day. So just check out the show notes and I will put a link there for you to get a free PDF so you can do this exercise on your own. That has been incredible eye-opening for many people that have I have led through these exercises. They are like, oh my goodness, I had no idea how much time I spent on email, chores on honestly on social media on uh, on those type of things so that's number one track your time so you know where it actually goes and where you can shift your attention number two eliminate time wasters especially social media those type of things tv shows netflix or whatever device you're watching on and if you really think about it, you're like, well, but I want to stay informed and I want to do this and that. It is so easy to get lost and scroll La La Land or on the streaming devices. But think about it. How much of the show do you really remember a few years from now? Nothing. Honestly, when I went on my Netflix, I guess, detox <laughs> later, when I watched the show or when I watched the movie, I'm like, Oh, I watched this again uh, many years ago and I didn't even remember and I was so stupid. So it's really interesting. None of these things add anything to our lives. Obviously, are there good movies uh, that can really inspire us? Absolutely. I still watch a good movie. Are there great uh, shows that, you know, you have some fun and, and they're well done? Yeah, sure. But what do they really add to your life? And trust me, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to say, oh, I wish I would have finished season 25 of whatever, The Bachelorette. No, you would say, gosh, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids or my loved ones or on things that mattered. You're not going to cry over a TV show or over nonsense on social media. You hear this all the time, but actually, are you doing it? Cut that nonsense out. I know we are all guilty of it, but we spend way too much time. If you check your phone, you might be shocked how much time you spend on various platforms and you wonder where your time goes. So there it goes. Probably some of you, it might be a couple hours per day. So check, your phone will have a section in the settings where you can actually see your social media use. Uh, exactly how much minutes you spend on each platform. And it might be very shocking. So take a look. That was number two, eliminate those time wasters. But the thing to add here is you might say, wow, that is, that is uh, time wasters like social media and TV shows and those kind of things are literally just like the chocolate and the Starbucks coffee drinks I had, right? That's a, we got into a habit and doing it. And we need to get out of a habit and doing it. So you might say, well, 
this is really not that easy to get rid of because you're in such a habit. Most of the time, I bet you, you don't even realize that you pick up your phone and suddenly are on, on X, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Insta, whatever your thing is. That happens to me too. And I'm like, oh, 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 I need to be really aware here. So how do you get rid of this habit is exactly by outcrowding. Trust me, if you don't have time because you're focused on other things, this will easily fall by the wayside. You're not usually checking your social media all the time when you're on an intensive inpatient or rotation or something and you're on service and you don't have time because it's like raining patients left and right. Guess what? You're not going to check your Facebook on rounds, right? You're going to be focused. You're going to be trying to get through your day and you're going to be exhausted and you could care less. And that's good. So there are times when you're able to do that. So just outcrowd those behaviors again with something good. Read a book. Sign up maybe for a leadership course online. Get some coaching. Do something else. Take a walk outside. Get some fresh air. But drop the nonsense. And when you do that, it will be so eye-opening that you're like, wow, I actually don't miss it that much. I'm fine without all of it. Not to mention all the mental anguish that goes into consuming much content that is not serving for towards your goals or your future. Hopefully this helped you. So these are really key tips. Track your time and then eliminate those time wasters using the outcrowding method. So do something good instead of something that is not serving your goals and your purpose and the future plans you have for yourself and your family. Now, you might say, well, sometimes it's really hard to get on track with the things that I should be doing. Like maybe you'll have a writing project writing a grant, writing a manuscript, putting something to together or working on a project for work and you're having a hard time just getting back on track or even getting started because it's been a while. You might feel guilty or overwhelmed or not sure where to start. And sometimes we are just plainly stuck. We know what to do, but we are just stuck and it feels like there's just this hump we cannot get over to get the process started. How to get over that hump when you feel really stuck doing something that you know you should be doing, but just feel like you cannot get started. It's something I want to address in the next episode. So stay tuned for next week's episode when we will talk about a special trick I have discovered by accident that helps me get unstuck when I'm in this bad place where I know I really need to work on this, but I'm having a hard time getting started even I have set time aside. So stay tuned for next week. Hope this served you. Get going, save some time, get into action. And I wish you a wonderful week and talk to you next week. Hey there, friend. So many times people ask me how they can work with me directly or what other resources I have outside this podcast. And because of that, I created a special landing page that has all my relevant links, free resources, access to this podcast, or even coaching application or any upcoming programs that I'm offering all in one place for quick and easy access. To go there, go to ingahoffman.com. That is H-O-F-M-A-N-N one f two n's dot com forward slash links l i n k s again inga hoffman dot com 
forward slash links, you can access all my resources there in one quick step. I highly encourage you to sign up for my email list on the bottom of that page as well, so you can get weekly updates about upcoming programs, a summary of this podcast, and other things that I'm doing. So have a wonderful day. See you there and talk to you soon.